When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, the dirt is that I skunked Julia in that last game. Ah. Julia was having mouth dyslexia. Hey, no, yeah. Lori duct taped my mouth. <laughs> the truth be told, I lose. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, you know? <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. But hey, this is the dirt. Let's check out right now. Let's talk about a little Chris Harrison. He's back in the news, you guys. What's going on? So he's got a podcast coming out of that's going to be he called. Does. The Everyone Mo- has a podcast. Everybody's doing a podcast, Wendy Williams. But yeah, this one's called The Most Dramatic Podcast Ever with of Chris course. Harrison. Now, this is huge because he's basically in this trailer that was released for this. He talks about how he's finally going to speak out about all the controversy surrounding his firing from the ABC series The Bachelor in June of 2021 with mm-hmm. the racist comments that were said by one of the... He was mansplaining yes. to, what's her name, I from miss Extra. him, though. I miss him. Well, I, yeah. I think a lot of people, would, if he would apologized correctly and... Right. And he was such it, a dink. He was of, such a dink about it. This yeah. will. So this is going to premiere January 9th. We're going to get the actual... The first, the first show is going to be all about his thoughts on his departure from The Bachelor. Now, he said that uh, he's really nervous about this. He hasn't spoken publicly really about this in two years. And uh, this is, you know, he said he thinks about this every day of his life. And I think that it's about, you know, that how important it is to him that he speaks to everyone for the first time and gives his side of the story. What else is there to know? His girlfriend, who works for Entertainment Tonight, was like, but we wanted to talk to you. I will say Jason played this on his TV show this morning. Yes, and it sounded like Chris was way back here. I mean, he played the teaser trailer. It sounded like he was in a tin can. Oh, no. It, or far away from you the microphone. Think, right. It was like, come on, Chris. You know, we we don't we don't really need to rehash this. No. Yep. You know, I don't think anyone's asking for it. So no. I hope he's got something to talk and, past and, the first episode. Well, and the thing I'm thinking about is what is... What's the purpose? What's is the it dramatic story? I don't know. I think he's so bummed he lost his job, and yeah. I think he's so bummed he didn't apologize, right? And at the time, it was just not good. He and was he with Michael Strand? I don't. And yes, yeah, it was, and a, it was just wrong. Yeah. And this is when I think some people just need to pause mm-hmm. instead of being on something the next morning, a la Alec Baldwin after yes. the Rustins to yeah. killing, you know. And I just he. I'm really sorry. I screwed up. I, I feel period. terrible. That's all you need to say. Yeah. Yeah. And people will accept that. And but when you explain, and now he's going to explain more. I wish he would come back so bad to The Bachelor yeah. because I miss him. Well, but I'm, 
I'm just saying, I don't know what his podcast, right. I don't know what other dramatic conversations. So Is he going to just have dramatic conversations with well, people? Well, he said it's also going to include candid opinions on all things relationships, including dating, marriage, love, loss, and care. Okay, nobody cares. Care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The only uh-huh. reason why this is in the news is because he is looking forward to, like he said, getting this off his shoulders, yeah. repairing this, moving forward, and letting everybody But, I mean, no him. one's going to Chris Harrison for relationship advice, no. if you no. remember correctly. He got divorced. He got divorced, for, like, from his wife of 22 yeah. years, uh, and maybe there were cross You'd think there'd be signals. other angles. How yeah, to be yeah. a talk show. Maybe he could teach us that. How, yeah. to, how to host if, a reality show or something. If the audio was that bad in the trailer, clearly they're not putting too much thought to this other than, hey, the yeah. big headline is, let's hear about him and his exit from The Bachelor. Right. They're putting all and their eggs in that And he's getting a basket. lot of sponsors exactly. for the first three episodes, and, and he's going to make his money. And yeah. Exactly. He'll make a little bit of money. Let's see if he has any content to carry it and keep those sponsors. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. But you're right. I think this is all spun around one event, and there's not much else to be offered after that. We'll so see, we'll see. We shall see what goes on there. Now, Debbie Gibson has come out to say basically that she believes that she sidestepped a lot of drama as a young, young singer due to her parents and that she's very lucky because she had a mom and dad that were always there for her. Now, beginning in the 80s, Gibson was managed by her mother, who unfortunately passed away mm-hmm. earlier this year. But she said, and this is really cool, she literally, this talking about her mother, she literally threw her body in front of anybody that was out to cause me any kind of harm. She prevented any sort of Me Too situation from happening and that, she, you know, and that this didn't get her mom brownie points with a lot of people, but it protected me first mm. and foremost. Does Debbie have a book out or something? She's got something coming out. Uh, Gibson, she's currently on tour and released a Christmas album Remember called... Remember she was here and she was on Jason's yeah. show. Winterlicious. Yeah. So yeah. that's what she's kind of promoting right now. Well, she now. is lucky because that's a lot of chi- you know kids who are young in the business. I mean, look at what parents- happened to Lindsay Lohan. Her parents were both wanted the money, wanted the fame. Yeah, yeah. Britney Spears, her dad she, wanted same. the money. She mm-hmm. brought that up. She said she shares that her close relationship with her parents makes her really feel for Britney Spears, another former teen pop star who you know was freed recently from a 13 year conservatorship. She brought up Britney Spears yeah. that she was like, I could have essentially been that but i had the exact opposite in the parents in the parents part, department. department yeah exactly. she's lucky very very lucky now this one you're gonna have to help me out with this one a little bit but erica jane was recently grilled about her estranged husband husband thomas giraldi's finances by the trustees that are presiding over the now disbarred attorney's bankruptcy proceedings now mm-hmm. they're asking her to return the 25 million dollars that was that his firm transferred to her business, which was called EJ Global, and the trustees have confirmed in the deposition that there will be an impeding trial based on this $25 million and the earrings, obviously, that were supposed to be given back. At she one did point. give those earrings back, yep. and um, then she was trying to get them back. She's saying that money is gone. Um, did they, they sell them an auction already? Yes, and she says that money that... that the 20, $25 million. $25 million that they put in her LLC. EJ Global. She doesn't know what happened to it, and that's when she and Sutton got into it, and Sutton's like, if you have an LLC in your name, yep. you have to sign off on the checks. You have to yeah. know what's in there so that doesn't fly. So, well, so her her legal woes continue into 2023. That's very, very true. It's right, not ending Grant. for Erica Jane. Thank you, guys. Let's This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. (sighs) Never was I so grateful to get my copy of Journal Science last week. (laughs) 
Okay. Oh, oh God never. God wow, we're so lucky, I think, that you did. Yes, because, Julia, you... I've heard you say, I've heard many people say, I've heard people say this for years, that we need to drink eight glasses of water of a day. Water a day. That is not true. I know. Not I true. Know. Completely false. Listen well, to I this. I don't, so we're good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you fall short, don't worry. The advice has probably been wrong all along. Research published in the journal Science found that for most healthy adults, drinking eight cups of water a day is completely unnecessary. How many should we? The advice is misguided in part because it doesn't take into account all the water we get from our food and from other beverages like coffee and tea. Yeah, the research found that our water needs vary from one person to the next, next and depend on factors like age, sex, size, physical activities, and the climate you live in. The authors of the study said for healthy adults, there is no benefit to drinking eight cups of water a day. And it's not dangerous either. Your body will just excrete the water, the extra that you consume. If you drink eight, uh, the professor at Duke University said, if you drink eight cups of water a day, you'll be fine. You're just going to be spending a lot more time going to the bathroom. Yes. And the advice to drink eight glasses of water a day came from Avian. No, stems from a 1945 (laughs) recommendation from the Food and Nutrition Board of the National Research Council, which encouraged adults to consume 64 ounces of water daily. I will say something, though, Lori, because when... No, no, you've got to let me get to the science. I'm fine. The recommendation referred to a person's total daily intake of water, including everything from what they eat and drink. Okay. But it was widely misinterpreted to mean eight glasses of water a day. So they looked at 5,600 people in 26 countries. The ages were eight days to 96 years old. And they were people from all walks of life. Farm workers, athletes, non-athletes, sedentary office workers in the U.S. and Europe, and people from farming and hunter-gatherer societies in South America and and Africa. And they tracked them with it. They did this whole thing. But the research determined that a person's daily water turnover is largely largely determined by their size, how much body fat, which contains less water than muscle and other organs. So how much water should you drink? The answer is simple. You drink when you're thirsty. I like that. Prioritize water. (laughs) Try to avoid sugary drinks, you know, because that can cause metabolic problems. But you don't actually need eight glasses of water. Some people claim they feel more full. It helps them not eat as much. I've never heard it was to flush out out the... um, Again, an old wife's tale. An old wife's tale. So if you've been slamming your 64 ounces... You don't need to. Tom Brady, he drinks minimum 14 glasses, and he tries to get around 37 glasses a yeah. day. He drinks 2.3 gallons of water He's got a all day to pee. That's He's so got nothing funny. else going on. That's the joke. He's like, literally, he's playing football and peeing. That's about yeah, it. <laughs> that is what that guy does. That's it. Okay? Oh, that's I funny. was so happy to get this. Because yeah. I, every oh, once in a while, geez. I don't think about it as much as I think about p- playing pickleball. But every once in a while, I think about, I don't think I drink eight glasses of uh, water a day. I always think it's to flush out. No, nothing. Nothing well, to do with flushing. if you're sick, you need to hydrate. I do know that. Well, yes, but you'll be thirsty. 
and you'll drink and you'll drink if you're hot or you've been sweating a lot or if you're on a hike or you're doing something, you know, like, you know, skiing or you're doing something where you're sweating and you're like, I got to replace that. But it is not necessary. If you're trying to flush out toxins, which I think Julia might be going towards, that's more of like a juice cleanse and they have all kinds of other things to kind of get all that out of you. It's not water. And that's what your body already does naturally and beautifully. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. All right. Meditate. Okay. I'm going down to seven. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Just another alert because, you know, this is real. This is happening. Um, Yes. Wash your hands particularly after you've touched self-service checkout screens. Oh, yes. Keyboards. Yes. Airport kiosk check-in services. Las Vegas uh, slot machines. (laughs) Because they've done yet another germ test. test, And, yes, uh, thousands and thousands of... Germs. Nasty bacteria on all Ugh. cash machines, everything where multiple people are touching the gas thing. Well, think about even when you like they turn around the iPad for you to tip at places. Mm-hmm. That's all dirty, dirty, dirty. I always sign with my fourth finger. Oh, Lori, because so that's not the finger not you, use, you use to pick your nose or put in your mouth. No, I just kind of just use that finger because I'm like, I'm going to wash my hands. No, I don't. Did, I do about, a, a knuckle sign. Mm-hmm. Escalators. I watched a video recently. Someone. Don't Someone put a wet wipe and mm-hmm. just held it on an escalator. They made a mark and let the whole thing go around and showed you how dirty it was. Oh, yeah, my God, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So continue to wash your hands in this lovely season. Now here is a study of duh, but um, Gen Z, our little baby Zoomers, they are shocked to find out that their digital footprint. Could ruin a job prospect back. So we okay, that need... one I saw earlier this week. I was just to, um... but it's true. We need to remind our our our, our Zoomers that sure. there is such a thing called the digital footprint, and it's real because people are now able to job check people so oh, yeah. easily by just yes, looking at their social media. There's, you're leaving a footprint. There's a recent uh, story out about an NHL player who's been dropped from multiple, multiple teams because of a comment he made when he was in high school, a racist comment that he made that surfaced on his accounts, and he was a solid player that has been now dropped by multiple teams because this has come forward. It does not surprise me. I'm. We are very lucky that in our high school era of growing up or college, we didn't have this type of platform to put our right. thoughts no, on. No, but my kids had it. Yeah, and I'm not I told saying them, we'd be dumb. But, I just but said, you were talking to them oh, about I that. I told them, don't and you they're dare not, do anything. They're not Gen Z. And you, yeah, oh. you were a good parent about it. Most yeah. of these parents aren't watching what their kids are putting on there. And this guy, this cybercrime expert, put this video together, a 19-second oh. video, to, to show Gen Z how easy it is to find what they call your digital right. footprint. It's already been viewed like 20 million times, but um, uh, depending on what kind of a job that you want. But anyway, he said it's so easy to find out things about people and make a judgment about that. So mm-hmm. Gen Z is dealing with that this week. It's the mm-hmm. new, what What are you wearing? Do you interview? It's what do you have in the... Good yeah. call. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. That's okay, it. this is mm-hmm. kind of a funny study. I don't know if it's a study of duh or what, but fussy eating starts in the womb. 4D scans show um they they did, what did they reject. They looked at they looked at um 
Um, they did ultrasounds of women who were eight months pregnant, mm-hmm. and the 4D scans showed the baby smiling after the mom ate carrots and scowling after the mom's ate kale. <laughs> In that's utero. hysterical. Okay, that's, that's just that is just so funny. They wanted to see, like, uh, you know, what these unborn infants do. They react when they're, you know, almost ready to come out of the. Sure, with what people are. Oh gosh, that's. Funny. Can you imagine watching an ultrasound looking for that bitter face? Laughter no. face, cry <laughs> face. Um, yeah, they. They're going to kick extra hard at you, face. Yes. Yeah, a little spice in there and just yeah. a little kick. They were very delighted to know <laughs> that um, they could monitor, you know, little, little uh, facial um, expressions. expressions. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, I don't think anybody over, I don't think you learn to like kale until you're practically grown up. <laughs> and it, you only, I only like it in the soup or blended. Yes. It's got a rough texture. It does. <laughs> and it lasts forever. You can buy oh, a big actually, bag of Actually, this is a value is, purchase. Okay, it is. this is the truth. <laughs> it really is. If you are they looking don't go bad. for a green, because I paid $3.99 for one head of iceberg lettuce, which is crap, versus getting... Five dollars for kale that'll last a month. That's right. That is that, that is that is smart true. spending of your money. <laughs> yep, that was free. That was free. Thank you, Lori. And you don't have to drink eight ounces of water a day. <laughs> That's old, outdated, nineteen forty-five crap. All right. Well, I got to go to the bathroom because I have. Right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Lori and Julia, where talk is fun. My talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. It's beginning to look a lot like. Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at the five and ten. It's glistening once again with candy canes and silver lanes that glow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Uh, by the way, Mariah Carey's Christmas special is tonight on NBC, you guys. Oh, it's on it's, uh, it's CBS. CBS, okay. For two hours. There might be some mm-hmm. something fun for us tomorrow with that little programming little note. audio clip. Has yeah. anyone, have you guys tried to watch Welcome to the Chippendales? Because the finale's no. tonight. No. Oh. I watched I like one and a half. Yeah. That's on Hulu's. No, the I true haven't. crime. Okay. I haven't. I did tr- I did watch Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck sing a duet at a star-studded <laughs> Christmas party. Was it cute? No. We've posted it for you. You can watch and look for yourself. I had just a slight tinge of secondhand embarrassment for okay. everybody involved. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just did. And I just thought I felt the cringe from other people too. They're like rolling their eyes. Okay, J Lo and Ben. You yeah. know, we know one of you can sing. We do. All right, listen to this. This made me sad. Mm-hmm. And I remember this all happening at the time. Oh, and the Emily in Paris fashions throughout the three seasons, you know, because season. I have. I'm not willing to tomorrow. start. Oh, I was too nervous. Yeah, yeah. It starts tomorrow, okay. but we Graham posted all the fashion mm-hmm. from. I guess it's the first two seasons, yeah. and apparently we're going thrifting in season three. Oh, thank goodness! Because there are some good 
thrifting places in well, thrifting's all the rage. Yeah. And we get some bangs this it's season. It's always been yes, the, yes. the bangs. So that starts tomorrow, Emily and Oh, Paris. yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kate Winslet talked about she's in Avatar. Yeah. I had to look up which character she was today. <laughs> yeah, because they don't look no like humans. them. No, yeah. they don't look like themselves. Was there any humans at all? Well, no. Um, is I, don't, there? I don't think I'm there. not going to tell you. Okay. Okay. But I, Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana are playing yes. their same people. Yeah. Yes. We and saw I their, forgot the storyline. Because we saw in the original one, we would see them go into their avatars. And so we had a little bit of human interaction and right. avatar interaction. But mm-hmm. from what I've heard, that there's not as much human interaction. So were they in the sky before and now they're underwater? Is that the deal? I'm not telling you. All right. <laughs> I'm not I telling you. I'm not going to go see it anyway. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Really? You aren't, Grant? I don't want to, but no. I will probably because someone's going to make me go. I don't want to, and I won't. Lily. Okay, so let me just tell you what she <laughs> said, and this either. made me feel ah, bad. Okay. But she's been Terrible. a real advocate about, she's a face of L'Oreal. I, w- I don't want to be brushed, airbrushed. I want to look like I am, you know, right. and she talked about, because uh, Titanic's 25 years old, and um, she's talking about how... The everyone body shamed her so bad. She was a young, young woman at the time. In Titanic with yes. the painting scene. It yeah. just she said, apparently I was too fat. Why were they so mean to me? They were so mean. I wasn't even bleeping fat. And she said, I would have said to the journalists at the time, um, if you know, I would have said, Don't you dare treat me like this. Yeah, I'm off. a young woman. My body is changing. I'm figuring that out. I'm deeply insecure. I'm terrified. Don't make this any harder for me than it is. She says it's bullying. That's well, what this, I would yeah, say. Now. Yeah. No, from a yeah, from a young man's perspective who is about fifteen years old at the time when that movie came out. Luscious looking Luscious. Luscious. Very very prominent scene in my youth. Let's just but put it, it is that way. it is true that is people so, feel very free yeah. to comment right. on women. It's right. ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from yeah. that. But I was a young man who thought she was. Yeah, beautiful. and then you know Leonardo DiCaprio was DiCaprio was he a looked skinny, like a, a child. He was so See, thin. I thought she that, looked more mature. She yeah. looked so much older was mm-hmm. what I always thought than yep. him because he just looked like he was 15. Yeah, but oh. they were like the same age. I know, but they they looked. She had an older looking face at the time. Did she address what, you know, was there room for Jack on the door? <laughs> it is scientifically proven that there wasn't. Uh, there wasn't? What? I think that just came out yesterday. That it, it would have sunk with the didn't two of Didn't it just a, come out? Weight? James Cameron answered that, didn't he? Sure seemed like there was room, but yeah. That's the age old debate. You know what? Mm-hmm. What? Oh. Celine. Oh. Oh. Celine. Okay, she was That's down, the saddest she was down news. to 96 yeah. pounds. Stiff person syndrome. It's really devastating. devastating. Jeez. Play that song. Here it is. Oh, lovely. Oh. It's, it really is lovely. Nostalgic as all hell. My I know. Sitting in eighth grade watching this at Willow Creek Theater. Becca Burns on a date. Oh, that is a good date. Oh. I remember Christmas. Um, whatever year, what was the year? 1998. Yeah. Lived in Edina. My sister and I went to see this at the Edina movie. No, at Centennial. Mm-hmm. Is there a movie theater there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There used to be. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. Casey and I we were our, like in the first row. It was oh, our first we, Christmas being married. Okay. And really? it was a, we made the kids go with us. The 11 year, they were 11 and 13. And, um, I remember the boy was like, but then he liked it. He did. He better have. And it was the start of doing 
family movies once a week going to the theater. And if we didn't Mm. go out, then we go to Blockbuster. Yeah. Oh, well, Blockbuster was our... our but every everyone Friday got to go and everyone got to pick out a movie. Blockbuster saved my mom, saved my mom dealing with me through church. Yes. If I could get no, if I got no strikes in church for acting up... Then you could go to Blockbuster and pick Blockbuster. out... It was oh. a bribe and a half. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, it was the... Oh, the good old days of picking up a movie, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't in, you'd go to the new releases, you'd look, and they were all, you know, yeah. they were taken, then you'd have to go find something. But else. now I think people just, like, really enjoy the scroll. It is. It's kind of like but going it, to but the But it's guide. so, so here's the weird thing I was thinking mm-hmm. about this yesterday, the scroll, okay, about how everything used to be more physical. You got out of your car, you went into the store, yeah. you paid for it in the store, you get back into your car, mm-hmm. you go home. Now you order things online. You pick it up and wait for someone to bring it mm-hmm. out to your car. Or it comes to home to you. Doors open for you now. You don't Heaven even have for to hermits. Wait, <laughs> you don't even have to use your muscle strength to open a department store door. They slide. I just was thinking. Good call. I was just having this vision like we don't have to do anything no. anymore physically. You can be as lazy as you want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of McDonald's delivered to your front step. I would never do that because I don't want my friendship cold. Yeah, that is bad. Isn't I would that, never. It's, it's I would never have fast food. Delivered. I'm glad you've got some fast I, food standards. Lori, I don't out. use Uber Eats, Uber Delivers. You're I've never smart. done those. Your credit card likes that. I haven't either. I would never. I've, I want my fast food hot. Yeah. I don't eat it. I eat it on my way home. That's the problem is I don't get home in time to eat it because I want it hot too. Yeah, you know, yeah, You kind yeah. of snack on it in the car as you're driving, but. Oh, Duncan, Duncan, all right, Duncan Dodens is in the news. Bob Dylan explains the dedication of his new book, which is called The Philosophy of Modern Modern Song, and his dedication is to Duncan Dodens. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he explained why they were given the special recognition. Because they were compassionate, supportive, and they went the extra mile. So in how he must have... I have no idea. That's all it says. The only person I know that's passionate about Dunkin' Donuts is Ben Affleck. He's always spotted with his Dunkin' Donut coffee. Bieber's got his connection. That's just weird. And Dylan, in this new book, he talks about six six songs by other artists. But the dedication is to Dunkin' Donuts because they're compassionate, supportive, and they went the extra mile. Well... No. Maybe they gave him free coffee. I mean, when they do their occasional yeah. little deals, and you can come in if you, you know, you get a free donut here, there, and everywhere. You know that because you tell me when they have the free donut <laughs> days, <laughs> whenever that is for whatever. I, I can't think of when Dunkin' Donuts is as a free donut day. I don't know. O.J. Simpson is not the father of Khloe Kardashian. Oh, thank have God! We known this. Oh. It's so embarrassing for Chloe that that even comes out. Yeah, that whole family, that's got to be a unfriendly conversation. Yeah, no kidding. Not a fun conversation. All right, Lorene. Yes? Uh, job done. Off you go. Job and our grantee, we'll see you back at the ranch tomorrow. That's right. All right. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.